do 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 It's the Flashcast, the Flashcast. Do 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 do. Lisa and Tony and Moe's. Do 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 do. Hey, welcome to 2016, and welcome to the first Flash Flashcast of 2016. I'm Lisa Schmeiser, and with you, as always, are Phil Moselak and Tony Sindelar. Woo! Woo! And I want the record to show that I went a whopping 20 seconds before I began gloating! But this was a one. This was um, an interesting episode to come back into the series on. Now that they are freed of the burden of having to launch Legends of Tomorrow and all of that, the show was welcome to return to what it does best, which is mostly make Barry's life pretty difficult and bring up lots of complicated parent-child dynamics for the people in his immediate orbit. Um, we are going to launch into the usual segments of the show, which include the. Uh, Flash, flash, flashcast recap or flash cap? With, should we call it a flash cap? Uh, then we'll move into I'm no scientist. We'll have a discussion on the merits of the turtle, and um, then we'll get to the all gloating portion. <laughs> There's an edit in there. I told you this already. As soon as you start yeah. saying the word gloat, uh huh, the your recorder will turn off. How about triumph? How about triumphal glee? Can I? Am I allowed my triumphal glee? Sure. All right, good. Did I, so, did I ever doubt you, Lisa? I don't know. No. There's no way. There's, there's no record of me doubting you, except for the record <laughs> that may exist. So. The internet keeps no records. No, I just, the, I'm going to go on record now and say an I never doubted you. Any, any, any audio evidence that suggests that yeah. I doubted you was yeah. uh, for comedic effect only. Yeah, Uh-oh. It's an ahistorical void, this internet. It's a fad. So, um, so Moe's, when you're ready, I will start the timer and we'll see how you do with right, the I'm doing, um, I'm doing my speedball. Hold on. Okay. I'm also going to note for for the record, for all future records, um, owing to a linguistic twic- tick all three of us have, I start the I start the uh, clock for real after the first okay, <laughs> because every single one of our flash caps tends to launch with the first okay. Here's what happened. So okay, all right, Mose, let me let me know, let me know when to count you down. All right, you you make it happen. All right, five, four, three, two. Go. Sloan Steady wins the race and stealing priceless artifacts. Barry and Patty are in a good place, having except for flaming roses, of course. And then Zoom sips Zoom sips zips in to grab Patty and throws her off a roof. Up, oh, don't worry, it's a dream. She attempts to break through to Barry. And Barry admits that the holidays bring up his mother. He doesn't like that. But Taillights West is here, and he's less enthusiastic about slipping into a father-son relationship with Joe than he is about street raising. There is a matter of Barry's super identity crisis again. And Barry wants to reveal it. But guess what? Hunting for the turtle bring is the best time to bring up bring that bring Patty into the fold on that. But in the midst of that, just as as, as she as he's about to do it, Barry uh has to do little superhero stuff. His superhero dynamics tend to make him a terrible boyfriend. A subplot reveals that Jay has a terminal disease. Woo! She and she uh Patty is visited by an unexpected guest as the turtle comes to kidnap her and bring him bring bring her back to the museum of stolen memories. Barry decides to wing it and save her, knocking the latest meta out of and saving Patty once again. Patty goes back to college while he sticks around and zip zap zoom. Look, Eobard Thon from Earth Two zips into Speedy Town. All right, so that was one minute fifteen seconds. Although to be fair, a lot in that episode to unpack. Um, there were some Where? things I just had to shoehorn in there, and yeah. I just mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't make it make. I had I had to hit it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's um, there was a lot going on this episode because we found out that Jay is is struggling with a fatal disease of contrivivitis or whatever it's called. An unnamed fatal disease. Did they? Yeah, name it? yeah uh, I get the impression it has something to do with the loss of the speed force. Okay, uh, which that gives you cancer. Intri- well, it intrigues me because it implies that if Barry loses the speed force, then Barry will uh, soon die of an unnamed wasting disease. Um, so there's that bit of uh, technological hoo-ha going on, and that raises the stakes over uh, whether or not um, Speed Force can we contain it? Can we amp it up? Can we transfer it? Um, I was uh, I was not a big fan of the that reveal, um, in part because it also it just made like Jay's previous in the first half of the season when he disappears for like a couple weeks because he's grumpy. Like it made that feel yeah. even more pointless. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, it's, and a lot of people are upset about this, including myself. But now it's starting to take shape. What are these Earth 2 people doing on Earth 1? And I know we've covered this before, but it's really starting to become kind of a a bugaboo for me. I mean, well, Harrison is busy just smashing stuff. We like that, right? Yeah. (laughs) I love the passive aggressive. I love it. Um, Uh Yeah, this is another thing, too, is at the end of the episode, we see that Harrison takes matters into his own hands and pulls out like a big chunk of the, the turtle's brain matter. Yeah, probably not nothing important. <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't using much anyway. And um, there's this whole monologue about how it's because a father will do anything they can to protect their child. Um, which, again, goes back to the theme that the Flash has developed over the series, which is that never ever doubt the bond between father and child. And um, what I find interesting about the Flash, in contrast to some other series, is that in this case, the father-child bond, the the, the, the parent-child bond, is always seems very health, healthy and very functional. <laughs> but um, anyway, the point is, is that um, Harry, as we shall call him, uh, is is up to something using because the turtle has the power to slow things down. And um, obviously, what Harry was supposed to be doing with Zoom was finding a way to keep making Barry faster and faster and faster, so that Zoom could suck all his energy and speed and do terrible things so now we have the question did he grab the turtles brain matter and presumed um ability to slow down time because he wants to make a weapon for zoom or is he going to turn this on barry somehow uh harry's good he's he because the preview was i'm gonna do this for you zoom just to get back my daughter and as soon Mm -hmm. as the turtle comes into the mix i mean it seems to me like that, mm-hmm. the idea of maybe having a uh, uh, some sort of uh, noxious um, little trick up his sleeve that mm-hmm. Harry's jumping at it. Turtle juice. Yeah. We don't know. I feel mm-hmm. like they're going to keep playing this out for like you know like eight more episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I want it to be that 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 Harry is going to turn on Zoom, and I, I want yeah. them to. I think. I, I feel like it works better as kind of a fake out that, you know, we're going to see him do, you know, kind of brutal uh, whatever it takes uh, things. But but at the end of the day, I mean, Zoom is, is his enemy, right? Zoom yeah. is the person that's taken his daughter away from him. And mm-hmm. he's going to take Zoom down, not take Barry down to, yeah. to, 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 cause to bargain with Zoom, right? Yeah. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot of fake outs along the way to keep us, try and yeah. keep us guessing. But I feel like I've made up my mind. So Yeah, because he'll be like, this collection of weirdos has caught my heart and I need to stand by them because they are not the ones who kidnapped my daughter. Maybe, or, or, because it seems like this is a dude who, um, 
you know, for all the, <laughs> and by the way, there was a clip that you guys shared in Slack where uh, Cisco's going off about the turtle and the camera splitches to Harry for a moment and he's just making a jerk off motion with yes, his hand. Yes, I will put that link into the show notes. I, I, I saw that the first time and I cracked up. There was a lot of oh really great staging of stuff. I, yeah. I love the scene where, I mean, basically t- Barry decides he has to call Patty while Team Flash is standing there. Yeah. And like, and they're all like react. Uh, Caitlin reacted. has some great yeah. nonverbal reactions. Yeah. But I love the staging where uh, Harry is like literally in his little like math room that is mm-hmm. like waiting in the wings off to the side so that like he can be there and react but is not yeah. part of the team. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was great. Um, don't tell her. Don't tell her anything. Yeah, don't tell her. Yeah, yeah Spider no, Spider Man awesome. issues. You can't tell her. So. I know, right? And and um, there there was that going on. And Jay's and, uh, smittenness when the yeah. kiss goes down. Goodness uh-huh. gracious, you could gif that all day long. I'm sorry, gif that. Yeah. I would never say gif. No, no. <laughs> but. Um, no, Harry is is like the stealth MVP of the season so far. Mm-hmm. Like Thomas Cavanaugh has just brought a whole lot to him and uh, continues to do so. And I, I I enjoy the really prickly repartee that he and Cisco have going, mm-hmm. um, where Cisco is is basically. And it's interesting because it seemed like in the first season with um, Yobard Thon that he did a lot of the reaching out to Cisco, and there was a, a very clear. Um, Oh, I am your your mentor and your quasi parental figure, and Cisco, and and Cisco, you are like a son to me. And Cisco's like, I sure am. <gasps> but um, in this case, it's more Cisco treats Harry more as an equal. And I don't know if it's because Cisco's a little bit older, a little bit smarter, or if it's because Cisco doesn't have as many complicated emotions around this dude who happens to look like his dead father figure mentor or what. But I really enjoy their, their back and forth relationship. Um, that said, I also enjoy the reference the police department makes calling him Cisco, La Man- Cisco of La Mancha. So. <laughs> a very literary, uh, well-read p- uh, police department coming up with those kind of nicknames for Cisco, you, right? you got to come up with something for those yeah. long nights when you're working the homicides, the homicide shift. I guess. So... Um, I don't buy. I don't buy into that at all. That just that that one. That one didn't. That one didn't, didn't land didn't, for you. No. 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 I. You know. I think there's a lot about this episode that is kind of dumb. I mean, I think the turtle may be. Oh. He's in the top three dumbest Flash villains that we've seen so far. The, the, oh yeah, the lady that controls the robot bees will always be. Will, will always per- lead. Yeah, <laughs> but but I I just yeah. I mean I kind of like like it's charming how dumb it is, and it's also like it's not really important, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like he's a guy that literally should probably be the most dangerous threat to the Flash because like he slows people down. But yeah. the answer is just run faster and you'll be okay. Um, oh, and, like, wing you know, it. Yeah, it, I'm just gonna wing it. Yeah. And his outfit is like it's just like a jacket with a padded hood. It's just you he know, looks it's like, like I, but he doesn't like care. He's a collector. Like I mean, he, he looks like he should care. be towing cars or something. Like this guy's just all and and you know he solidly comes through. Like if it's possible for an act for for a role to have anti charisma, I don't know if this is a, a a a thing with the actor or the way the role was written. But this guy was like a black hole of energy and and sparkle and and you know every time he was on the screen, I was like. Oh, that's right. He's here. He's doing something, and my eyes were just going anyplace else. Well, truth be told, he is a Cylon. Yeah, spoilers for for show that ended a long, long time ago. Um, 
I did. I, I there was kind of the weird juxtaposition where like like literally I just imagine him like you know like wearing sweatpants and then he, he's got his uh uh you know his his treasure room with all these priceless artifacts in it. And it's yeah. like nah, I feel like he should be selling those on eBay and buying comic books or you know like, <laughs> rare action figures or something. <laughs> well, the thing is, is he did. It, you see him shrink wrap his ex wife, and all I could think of was the Simpsons episode where a comic book guy is the collector. See? And he shrink it and he puts Lucy sense. and he puts Lucy Lou in the Mylar envelope. Not Lucy Lou, Lucy Lawless in the Mylar envelope. <laughs> yeah, I d- but, didn't totally get his like he had his little speech there about like yeah. like wanting things as a waste of time and it's like I don't I don't follow your rationale but maybe I'm just supposed to understand that you're a crazy guy. Um, yeah, no, and they they kind of do the like he's a serial killer. That's yeah. shorthand. Don't worry about getting too deep into him. Yeah, um, and also I realize again there is ample evidence on the internet that I'm not a huge fan of of of. Andrea Zuckerman, as it were, or Patty, or whatever you insist on calling her. But her characterization really seemed off when the collector had her. Because you've seen a woman who was champing at the bit to go on the MetaHuman Task Force, who has had no problem pulling out her gun on other MetaHumans and kicking their butts when necessary. And one slow, stolid dude in members-only jacket ties her to a chair, and she spends, like, the entire scene going, no, 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 no. And I was like, what the what, woman? You are a trained detective with, like, five types of Krav Maga, knowing you, overprepared. And, you know, you've, you've faced down a lot of really scary people, and you lose your mind with this one? Like you know, a man shark. Ugh, I, seriously, like she did great with Man Shark, yeah. and and it was and, it was a little too damselly, right? Yeah, yeah. way too damselly. Whoever um, you are, thank you. Well, and, and like here is the thing: she's a detective; she can put clues together. The fact that her boyfriend has a metabolism that's through the roof, that he wakes in the night screaming from from traumatic dreams and 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 things that he won't tell her about, that he has erratic hours and and happens to be at crime scenes or be near them when when metahuman things happen like detective patty couldn't put any of this together well because she's being a super cool girlfriend so she's no oh oh well that part like that was where i was actually okay now i'm sold on patty so of course she's going away because she she was smart to call him out and she was right she's like i do have solid self-esteem i'm a prize i deserve better than what i'm getting with you and i've tried to play it cool girlfriend it's not working so barry allen what's up i've had Um, that conversation before and uh-huh. it was really reminiscent of 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 a past girlfriend, and I felt mm. bad because exactly when she get, when Barry starts the the, the charm out with the yeah. smiles, uh, I'm really upset about this. And I thought, oh, dude, you are so dirt right now. And yeah, I mean, it actually so... was a good. I mean, in the arc of Spigot, uh-huh. Spivot, sorry, Spivot, Spivot, um, Spigot, Spivot. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been like that part was probably her shining crown right there. Yeah, I mean that was real good dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so so this is the thing is she makes a good point about how you know listen you are not treating me with with care and consideration and courtesy and thoughtfulness and I put up with it because you're adorable but now is now is the time when the patient stops and um. You know, like you said, Barry does the charm out, and then oh, coincidence, things happen. And I'm, you know, she's like, well, I'm, I'm piecing out. I'm going to go be a C. I'm going to go be a super meta CSI at this point, and possibly pop up again in another series when we set one in that city. Um, but it was just, I, and and again, this is coming from me, who didn't care for the character much because she was too good at too many things and belched out too much backstory, and it was aggress- too aggressively 
forced and all that. But I don't feel like they did right by her this episode. Like, I feel like she deserved better. Or, like, it would have been nice if we had had mentioned early on where Patty was like, I've always been a nerd. I wanted to be CSI like you. I was accepted, but my life got derailed because of family sacrifices. Like, if that had been how she introduced, (coughs) then the whole Barry thing would have actually felt a little more organic and they would have had more in common. But for her to be like, oh, there's this long dream deferred that I've never mentioned before, except for right now, because I'm breaking up with you and moving at the same time. You know, it's... uh, did Fine, she, write her off the show for whatever out? reason. Like, let's just be honest. Did she get written out? I don't know. Because Midway it, it, it City... It did feel pretty sudden. It didn't feel yeah. like we had a lot. Like, yeah. the, you know, like you could have had that envelope hanging around for a couple episodes if this yeah. was, like, the it's... thing that we were trying to build up to, right? Now, Mid- Midway City, if I'm not mistaken, and mm-hmm. I, I, I've i heard some things, Midway City is, it, where, so. is where, the, where the Hawks live. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who but, knows? Maybe she'll become like a member of of, of Team Hawk Girl, and we'll 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 feel better about her that way. Um, but you know, like I said, I feel like they didn't do right by her, and um, she doesn't have much of an arc. Well, it's really her right? fault, Lisa. You've been talking yeah. smack about her for the entire season, and, and the writers mm-hmm. finally said, "That's it. We've had enough." Right. And she's I out. also f- I felt bad that like you know we get a couple scenes with Iris in this episode and she's yeah. basically there to talk about Barry's relationship and I'm just like is that is that that all she gets to do? You know how um, there's like the whole Bechdel test yeah, where and this was classic, not that. I <laughs> yeah. feel like there needs to be like a Barry Bechdel test mm-hmm. where it's it's can people can can we have an episode where two characters have a conversation and it's not about Barry? No. There were there were not a lot of I mean and there were there were a couple in here because we no. have the we have Wally West but like yeah. There's not a lot. Um, yeah, because you know. Wally and Joe had their um, conversation. And I actually really enjoyed Wally putting Joe's crap in the street um, mm-hmm. by uh, some detective you are. And, you know, he's he's kind of got a point that um, Joe, who is normally so scrupulous about people mm-hmm. and, and keeping track of them and being prudent, like didn't keep tabs on his ex-wife to make sure yeah. she wasn't going to circle around and ask for custody of Iris. It's a, it's a little weird because it's a little unclear yeah. what his motivation is, right? Because he showed up at, like, yeah. Christmas, uh-huh. and then he's not showing up for family dinner, yeah. and he's uh, saying mean things about Joe in front of Joe's boss. But, like, yeah. I kind of, like, to me, it reads okay as, like, this kid doesn't know what he wants, right? And, like, yeah. he tried to make a connection, and then suddenly, like, he's kind of reeling from it. Um, and then he's all, I was the man of the house, dad. Yeah, and, and so he's clearly, and like, that That reads okay to me. It's like, he's he's working through stuff. I, yeah. It feels, I mean, and this is kind of, this comes up a lot, is, like, how mature is the character compared to the apparent age of the actor playing them, right? Like, yeah. he, he feels, the character feels very teenager-y. Um, but you know it could be it could be an immature uh, young twenty something person. Like, yeah. but, um, but like the turtle, you can't rush into things. You've got to slow things down. Mm. It's metaphor city. Come on, <laughs> forget it, Jake. It's metaphor city. <sighs> so it's. <Can> Lisa? <laughs> I I just you know with it, I, obviously Wally's here so that we have more people on the on the on the on the. Team Flash because mm-hmm. it's, it's not a Flash unless you've got more than one person running around all super fast in a suit because uh, people coming up with ways to beat Barry that are not um, you know oh we froze him or oh we froze time uh, that mm-hmm. can get boring but uh, so so yeah hooray Wally West is coming to us but you know uh, I, th- there's 
again, there are parts of this episode that felt forced and parts of this episode that kind of made no sense. Like when mm-hmm. Caitlin flips out, I just lost my husband and you let me get close to you. And your I'm like, terminal no. illness is my fault. You know? Yeah, no, it was your terminal illness is my giant inconvenience jerk story yeah. is how that came off. And I'm A like... person who I just stole your DNA from. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. There's just a lot going on there. And, yeah, and it was a cool loopy. scene. It's like, wh- why would you even want to do that? What precipitated you wanting to check his dna yeah. after, i'm also after he does no something scientist. so nice okay go ahead, i'm no scientist but don't drink champagne out of a beaker so no no jesus i mean there's just a lot of uh, a lot of indications there <laughs> no so so you know i'm sorry that caitlin's had difficulties with her love life because she had her you know her boyfriend fall in you know turn into a a, a giant flaming communal organism but but i thought her reactions were out of line like when the voices of civility and sanity in your in your episode are cisco and harry perhaps it's time for you to reevaluate your behavior mm-hmm. so it was just it was it was kind of, i mean it's an episode where we're like oh hooray i'm glad i'm glad we're back but mm-hmm. the turtle was kind of a mediocre dude and um you know even as far as villains went the turtle was kind of mediocre but it didn't have to be the guy seriously could be like bomb i mean he could mm-hmm. he could be a serious contender now i will pull up i am no uh scientician here as well i had a discussion mm-hmm. on twitter mm-hmm. and now thinking about the idea of sound i went to our chief audiologist mm-hmm. and talked about well, what does that actually sound like if you're slowing things down it should almost be kind of close to a vacuum and especially if you're hitting somebody in the face you're mm-hmm. not going to that should sound slow it shouldn't sound like that. It should, or or barely anything. But that was neither here nor near there there because the apparently uh, sound waves are not as powerful as you know kinetic energy, but it mm. still does have some. Yeah. And my girls who watched it tonight, just mm-hmm. hours before this show, said to me, "Dad, why is he slowing down the chandelier? Because." If he does that, then it, well, how is that even a threat? Because it's coming down yeah, slow. Yeah. His powers did not super make sense. And he does the thing where like, he basically focuses and pulses again and slows stuff more, slows it again. And it, it, yeah, that, that scene where you know, Barry manages to run faster than the chandelier, which, which falls, is not, which was not a surprise. It yeah. was just, what does it look like in slow motion? And then later he stops the bullets. But, that, but I mean, specifically, he freezes time... And the bullets lose their momentum, and then he unfreezes, and they fall, kind of Matrix style. Yeah, it, it, it. I mean, I guess the, it doesn't really make sense. The question I is, how much are we supposed to I enjoy the idea that you've got care, somebody with this really cool power, and he has no idea how to use it because he's limited by his poor imagination. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, like that, that I'll would take be. That. Yeah, that he's would just, be. He's too busy typing up little cards for all this stuff. Like that <laughs> would be a genuinely. Um, interesting uh, or yeah. ho- or hilarious you could play it as hilarious it would be a genuinely hilarious and and sad mm-hmm. development if you had a guy who had these really cool powers but he was so limited by his imagination or rather lack thereof that he couldn't conceive of anything cool to do with them <laughs> well because that tumor that harry mm-hmm. takes out mm-hmm. was uh-huh. positioned yeah. in his creativity cortex oh yeah, yeah. 
and it's you know it's still all the you know where is our i I still want maybe maybe we'll have to wait until like season seven of the flash where we get our like our wacky episode about the metahumans who are kind of fitting in but just using their powers to be like like good at their job like the the metahuman who's just a little too good at baseball or at accounting (laughs) Uh, or the metahuman who's like really good at filing (laughs) yeah i I want the episode where we get 10 minutes with each of them Um, like superb alphabetical order Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just like real, like somebody who can just add just the right amount of pepper to something. You know? yeah. Oh, yes. See? Or they know how to always merge in traffic so that they never ever get stuck. Uh, you know. Now, see, yeah. so would that be the weaver and the cook? I mean, I can't. Well, the yeah. seasoner. Yeah, we'd have to we'd have to defer to, to Cisco, but uh, yeah, yeah, but they would all have you know one one word names. So. Like they would all hang out in a carpool and be the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, that just sounds awesome right there. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> I cut meat very very well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's like any slice, any any giant slab of animal you bring to me, I will break that sucker down into chops in under five minutes. <laughs> you know, that's a total asset. So, <laughs> all right. So we so, push yeah. this episode away, and we, we're left we with, and we're, and we're left yeah. with, is this Eobard Thawne from Earth Two? I mean, we have a lot. I have a lot of questions about I have a lot that, of questions. that last scene. Because, yeah, that stinger where Yobard thought and, and Gideon. So maybe yeah. this is our return of the Gideon. And then my question is: Is it possible to have two Gideons in the same place at the same time? I think the other Gideon is just gone because they haven't mm. addressed it, and it's been like nine episodes now. So I think that's just one of those like you're never going to get an answer to that. So this does that Gideon, me does that Gideon so kill much. the other Gideon? Or uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe the next scene, scene we see is like Gideon flips on at Star Labs, and they're like, "Whoa, what does that mean?" Right? And she's um, like, "I think you need to know so something." Yeah. Let me just ask some questions about how mm-hmm. you guys read that scene, that very short scene, just to make sure that we're kind of all on the same page. Because I yeah. wasn't a hundred percent certain, and and I think they leave some things ambiguous. Mm-hmm. So he appears on the street. It sure looks like the street outside, you know, the house where. Barry grew up, right? So, yes. or at least you know the suburbs. Uh, we are assuming that that is, uh, you know, in the city that they're here uh, mm-hmm. on Earth One. I think we're assuming. I think we're assuming Earth I One, think right? We're su- I think we're supposed to. There's assume. no caption that's, and usually they let us know when we're yeah. in Earth Two. I think and we're we saw supposed blue to light. Assume. And we saw uh, actually red lighting. He has, he specifically yeah. has his reverse flash red lighting. But just yeah. as he as he's coming in, there's like a zoom blue light gate. Maybe I need to watch that again because I, I I definitely I saw the again streak just of, for that. Okay, mm. and then are we assuming that this is present day as oh, opposed to boy. in the past? Mm. I think we're assuming it's. Present I enjoy day. how paranoid we are about all of this. <laughs> well, it matters. We're like they could. They're it like they to could. Me. Well, no, because they could be intentionally misleading us. Where we're supposed to spend all week being all worked mm-hmm. up that you know and then our, our sweet uh, cinnamon roll berry is going to be picked on by Yobard Thon, then we find out it's a swerve into another universe. Mm-hmm. But um, my guess is that we are going to have Yobard Thon from. Um, Oh God! You know, it could honestly be from anywhere. It could be from anywhere because we. I yeah. mean, the timeline disruptions have never. I mean, like. Well, this is this Ronnie is, flew up into a thing and blew up, and that yeah. was like everything's okay now. We guess maybe slash Except, we could have unless repercussions your name is for Caitlin, forever. You know, yeah. in which case you're worked up. But um, what I'm also wondering is maybe the Thons were erased from one Earth, but not from another. So that, um, so that is my only. Oh, this is how this works Ooh, out. Oh, that's strong. That, where that, you know, fine, 
Like, because the idea, or as I understand it, uh, to to use the to, to mangle the highway metaphor that we got a billion years ago, um, like, is that Earth 1 and Earth 2 are effectively like parallel highways. And when you time travel, you bop up and down one exit. And the reason the stuff that's going on right now is so hinky is because instead of just traveling on their own highway, people are effectively, like, mm-hmm. taking the, the cloverleaf of contrivance from highway <laughs> to highway. And we still, I mean... <laughs> I feel like I don't have a great model in my head for how time travel works in yeah. the the Flareverse, right? I mean, like, because we have the weird thing where people, like, see the ghost version of themselves and they therefore know time travel is going to happen and then they appear. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I kind of like the... I mean, I like that Eobardhan shows up and he's clearly, like, disoriented. And so I wonder if you could have, like, a wacky paradox thing where, mm-hmm. like, you know, Eobardhan is, is being reverse flash, zipping around through history, causing bad stuff. Yeah. But now, because of... Uh, the paradox that he doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. He basically shows up, but has no memory of like what his actual motive is anymore, yeah. or, or something like that. Why um, am I in the street? What time is yeah. it? Where? Yeah. Why am I wearing this funny costume? But oh I know my who god, that'd is. be great. <laughs> could you could you conceivably have him become the good guy? Now it wouldn't. I don't like that ineffective that we haven't really seen that particular actor be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So. In my mind is like, where everybody's still hung up on Harry. Is he good or is he bad? I really do kind of think that he's going to be good. Yeah. And that would solidify Eobard being the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But Plus, I, think I, feel, so. I feel like they let the, I feel like they put the Harry thing to bed with the I would do anything for my daughter. Where the yeah. uh, the thing is is he may be a jerk store scientist, but he's a loving father. He's going to be a, a ruthless good guy. Yeah. And yeah. frankly, they need one of those because they do spend an awful lot of time navel gazing about ethics this and ethics that. And uh, you know, why not? Uh, when I have somebody who's like, you know what? I believe the ends justify the means. Boom! Here I go. <laughs> I mean, I'm really interested to see where they were going with that. I didn't know that this was coming. I, I assume that probably there was like casting information released, but like, it seems potentially really interesting because like, we have Zoom. We don't really need another big bad or another bad speedster. Yeah. But what are we going to do with? That? I I don't know. And I'm. Like, yeah, I like how they're handling all the wacky timeline ridiculousness. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little frustrated that, like, I don't know the rules for how it works. I mean, that's something I kind of want from my science fiction is, like, what are the mm-hmm. rules of the universe? And this is not really science fiction. It's it's comic book science fiction where, mm-hmm. uh, and it's even looser than perhaps comic book continuity. Uh, but I'm okay it's with It's like that. my first science fiction. My first continuity. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, um, what I like about this is, again, now that you've got all that Legends of Tomorrow stuff out of the way... And you can concentrate just on the show being this show, unless, God help us, there's like a giant tie-in at the end across three series. <laughs> oh, please, which God, no. I would not dismiss. Um, I, what I like is that you are now facing a situation where you have to save Jay Garrick's life. You mm-hmm. have to save um, Harry's daughter from Professor Zoom. You have to make sure that um, Barry does not get killed by Zoom. You have to figure out what's going on with Yobar and Thawne. Barry is heartbroken on top of this, and Joe is distracted because of his new dad, his new son. So, you know, there's a lot going on there. Um, And I like that all of these stakes are actually incredibly high and incredibly pressure-filled, and all of them require uh, asking and answering the question, who do you trust? So I, I, it's, I it's just cool. I really like that we are now we are not burdened down with Legends yeah. of Tomorrow homework. So I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm looking forward to. I haven't watched Legends of Tomorrow yet. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to enjoy it. I'm excited that yeah, I'm excited. I, to, I read, I'm excited I read to that, see uh, it. Yeah. Jonah Hex is going to appear in it. Um, I, I love Jonah Hex. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is nice that this show is no longer like you know 
sucking up all the air. Having to backfill into that show. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited about Legends of Tomorrow. I'm also excited about The Flash. I'm excited that the two of them are no longer together. Um, (laughs) So, so that's pretty much it. Um, If we rate them free to see other, they're free to see other people, and that's for the best. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. If 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 we rated like strength of of superpowers, Mm -hmm. is it going to be somewhere around like let's say at this point in time, Zoom? Thawne, then Barry? I don't know. I mean, I think so, but we, we still don't super know. And it's like, I mean, there's a lot of hand-waving stuff mm-hmm. about how does Speed Force work? And like, like I mean, I guess, I, I mean, again, like, does does Thawne show up and not have his powers? Uh, or does Thawne show up and still have his powers? Because, I mean, the last time we saw Thawne, he showed up and didn't have his powers and had to do all this machinations to get his powers back slowly, right? So Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, that's right, because he has them artificial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and it was nice that we... It, it was interesting because we had the, the kind of book ending, right? Yeah. We have Zoom in the first scene in this, in, though it's in a dream. Yeah. And then we have uh, we have Reverse Flash in the last scene. Yeah. Um, I do also kind of like in the dream reveal, uh, even in Barry's dream that then becomes a nightmare, he's like a goofy dork who sets the roses on fire. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even in his dream, still kind of a klutz. <laughs> well, at least at least he's at least he doesn't have that little voice in the back of his room going, "This is obviously a dream because it's so out of sequence, so out of character," or or what have you. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. So, yeah, this I, I mean, this episode I feel like nicely sets us up for the back half. Yeah. Um, and this season's theme is obviously going to be about trust and what people do and don't do for families. And I feel like the whole Joel, Joe and Wally thing is going to be this 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 push and pull this this dance of anger and resentment and filial obligation or or rather what's going to happen is what's or not is going to die and wally's going to be all alone and racing and there'll be accidents there'll be more accidents that somehow turn him into another version of the flash and he'll be all meta ah and joe'll be like lucky for you my white son happens to also be filled with speed so we will go talk to him about this um white shadow oh god that made me laugh and laugh especially when joe's like you were joking but we really did call him that <laughs> I thought that was great. So, but um, you know, you can kind of see where the Joe thing, the Joe and Wally thing, is going, um, and that's good. And I was also thinking about like what percentage of the show is I derive a lot of comfort from being able to see like the general outlines, and what percentage of the show is me being surprised by what happens. And going, oh my gosh! Because like the Thon thing, I totally did not expect to see that coming at all. I think it's like fifty-fifty for me, and that's what yeah. I like. I think they get a good mix of like mm-hmm. uh, I like seeing the arcs, uh, you know, meet their predictions, and I like yeah. being I'm totally surprised by wacky things that happen uh, yeah. that are unexpected and may or may not make any sense. Yeah. So well, I think they I think they got the mix pretty good. Next week's episode is the re- the reverse flash returns. I'm um, glad. I, you know, I'm always worried when they do the teasers. You know, we got really, you know, we got our heart played with, with those Gorilla Grodd teasers where it's like we're going we're gonna to dangle Gorilla Grodd for, for weeks and weeks before you finally see him. But here, you get Reverse Flash at the end of an episode, you get more Reverse Flash the next episode. That's what I yeah, like to see. Exactly. Like the, the continuity between. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so um, speaking of next week's episode, I, I want to float some news to the listeners of this Flashcast, uh, which is Neely, that the. Uh, pace of keeping up with doing a flashcast for every episode is kind of grueling and on top of that some of us will be participating intermittently in other flashcasts about say legends of tomorrow um and i believe what maybe tomorrow yes and where we are where we not talking about maybe doing something for agent carter 
Well, I mean, it's there. It's our, there. Our podcasting knows no bounds, except exactly. those of time and space and sanity. And um, speaking of those bounds of time and space and sanity, what we're going to start doing is trying to cluster more episodes into our flashcast. So while we'll have a flashcast for the episode that aired on Tuesday, January 19th, and we'll have another one for the episode that airs on Tuesday, January 26th, after that, we're probably going to start clustering two or three episodes in a row so that we can get more of a sense of where things are going and be able to talk about story the long the, the long game as it unfolds as well just want to let everybody know that no and surprises. i yeah. wanted to thank jason snell on behalf of the show for nominating mm-hmm. us for an upgrade for best new non-tech related podcast yeah yeah unfortunately we didn't win that upgrade and would only we would have to use time travel to win in the future because we won't be a new show so eh. ah mm-hmm. it's it, that you know we know that using time travel has inherent problems especially with podcasting exactly <laughs> well anything else that we should cover this week no i think we're pretty much good um yeah uh, the flash is back i'm excited what could go wrong oh, Ex- boy. <laughs> we're gonna be sorry you asked that question um well if Yobart thought if this is indeed Earth 2's Yobart thought it looks like my prediction about him being Zoom is off the table. So uh, I gracefully accept defeat and uh, wish everybody else who's still in the draft good luck as to the identity of Zoom. And we'll go from there. It's Wally West. Yeah. <laughs> to be to be determined. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks a lot for listening in, and we will listen to you. We will connect with you again next week. Um, I was Lisa Schmeiser, and with me all, as always, were Phil Moslak and Tony Sindelar. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>